You're coming through beautifully on our end. You sound like you're recording in a in a voiceover studio. I'm, I am not. I am recording in my very messy bedroom. I am digging the headphones. Thanks there for my podcasting. Um, I didn't realize it was a Zoom thing. And I'm just like, I was waiting in Hangouts. I'm like, I don't know. And then I was like, you know, I bet they just don't do that anymore. And so I'll just check my email. And I should have, and when I, when I sent it, I, I was going to text both of you, but I was still trying to figure out the uh, internet chat. Yeah. Cause I was like, I can't even use the Adobe programs I pay for because my fucking computer will connect to the internet. And yeah. now I'm, I'm angry at software as a subscription. So today's podcast is going to be hating on Adobe. <laughs> okay. I'm always down for that. It's the worst way to build a house out of mud. It's 11-11. Make a wish, guys. I wish that Austin would die. <laughs> nice try. If God can't do it, your paltry wish can't. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Science. Magic. Horses. Truth. Banter. 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 So I'm, I'm just going to state... I, it, it hurts a little bit that I was not your first choice, nor your second choice, nor your third choice. I am your fourth choice of guest host. Hey, look at it this way. We nope. asked you before we asked Clark. No, Clark was last week. Don't also lie has, to me. Oh, for, no, for this, for this memory. iteration, we, uh, yeah. we, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, the, um, uh, Austin had a, a friend he wanted to have on and then was like, Hey, we can alternate going back and forth where I'll, I'll have a guest on. Let's try to do somebody that we haven't had before. And then you can have a guest on. Uh, so Austin has secured one guest and now I've secured three. So we're really, Clark you know, doesn't count. To that. whatever, who asked him, who asked him? I ask him every week and every week he rebuffs my advances. I would yeah. say, I would say that, uh, a one to three ratio is a pretty apt description of your guys's relationship. So I think honestly, yeah, you're, yeah. you're not, it's not that I, I, I think what it, the issue is, is Dan, you're expecting too much. You're expecting equality mm. in your relationship. Thank with you. So let's unpack why it is you expect Austin to fill your cup up as well as you filling up his cup. What? Yeah, why that's, that? it's selfish is what it is. You get to fill up my cup. <laughs> Austin. Is it your turn to talk? No, it's I'm holding. I'm holding a stick. I don't know if it's the talking stick. <laughs> you, I, you weren't very clear on which which stick was am, the talking stick. I'm so freaking thankful that I can't see wisdom. Um, <laughs> anyway. um, I think it, it kind of comes back to uh, you know our childhood together when we were like playing pretend in the backyard. It was a really collaborative, even-handed process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, like jokes you know, on the even handed thing, but whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm the one holding the talking stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, um, you know, I, I have this fantasy in my head that's sort of an unrealistic expectation that everyone is as gung ho as I am mm-hmm. um, about things and we're on the same page. Um, I guess I just thought that this time, since it was Austin's suggestion and not mine, that he would honor uh, his his end of the bargain. See, and that's, I think, the fatal flaw in this is you Thank assumed you. that Austin was an empathetic and considerate person, which right. he has never shown you that he is that. And so Thank I think- you. you know, it's, it's ableism is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So I think the, the thing is, we need to set- appropriate expectations for our tiers of relationships thank you that's all i want 
Because yeah. for me, they like, reap all are, the benefits the, and none of the. Adair, what are the what are the tiers of relationships? So I see it. I actually read a self help book about this. Um, so I see it as you have like the people that when you are in crisis or in a joyful moment, when the people you contact constantly, those are okay, your so top you. tier. Yeah, me, your wife, uh, your sister, like that kind of thing. Whitney, sorry. Whitney. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, uh, so that's like the those are the people like you know you have that. Then there are the people that you can reach out if you have issues, frustrations, excitements, but like you don't need to hinge it on their reaction. It's like a, a sharing or a, and like it's a little bit more two dimensional where you know you don't have to get into the depth into depths of it, but you can be like, oh my God, like so and so really pissed me off. And like, oh my God, that sucks. But you're not unpacking it. And those are like often it's you know coworkers, it's a lot of like extended relations. It's a lot of like friendships mm-hmm. through like social different social engagements. Um, so like I would say probably like the people you've done shows with and stuff like that. And then and I, or- I think I think I know where you're going with this. And I think the tier under that is like active parasitism. No. And that's no. The that's next kinda- one is the people that you're like, you know, you let them know what's going on with you and you keep up with what's going on with it. It's a pretty, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty chill level where you're just you're hanging out and you know that like if they are having a kid, if they got married, you know, you talk to them frequently, but it's not like you're reaching out every day or every week. It's like your Clarks, you know, I sometimes will send out a text and two months later, I will hear back. It's great. So sorry, just had to work every, every two months. Clark work, work, you mean like Clark work? It's like Clark work. Um, (laughs) And then you've got, you've got the people that you feel beholden to communicate with. I'm now I'm going off book at, by the, at this point, like, just so you understand for a bit. You're um, improving so, this whole thing. <laughs> no, from this I, point I on, you're improving. Um, uh, uh, yes. And so oh. then you have the people that you, you feel beholden to like still communicate with. These are often a lot of people uh, that are in your like nuclear family or like your the family you're born into where it's like you know i i i really am glad you're alive but also or you know i i'm fair to midland about you being alive and uh you know i i know that you exist and you know that i exist but we're not like reaching out to each other and then you have austin and it's (laughs) it's like a remora on the underside uh, of your life it's this sense of like nagging dread every morning that you wake up and you're Aww. like, I have to, I have to endeavor to <laughs> exist it uh, during the same timeline as this person. Not only that, but I have hitched my cart to the wagon of his destruction. And that is your relationship with Austin. I like so the, wh- the Renfield yeah. to my Dracula. Uh, topical. Uh, I met Ben Schwartz the other day. You met Ben Schwartz? Ooh. I did. Yeah. What did he smell I met, like? And I, uh, uh, he smelled like a, a mask because he had just gotten COVID a few weeks prior. So mm. he he wore a mask for most of it. But I also got to see Pillboy from The Good Place, and he was delightful, like the sweetest man. Um, but yeah, they were very very nice. I this has provided so much clarity. Um, and I think you really just encapsulated, um, what I've been calling, um, what some people call it the Sunday scaries, you know, when mm-hmm. you're like dreading the work week. Um, I have the, the Sunday morning night terrors where mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dreading recording with Austin. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's normal. 
Yeah. I just like stood in my shower for a while today and I was just like, I have to talk to Austin. I can only imagine that's how most people feel. I also do though appreciate that when I text you, sup bitch, you just are like, Hey, <laughs> like, yeah, again, you're something... the only person that doesn't get like super offended by that. Well, that's, that's like the nicest way you've texted me I... so far. I keep a list and that was like the most nice and so approachable Austin, way. You've I'm going to be real with, with you right now. This uh -huh. like contention that you seem to have with me, it's not reciprocal. I don't I, think about I, you when I I'm not looking differ. at you. <laughs> like, I, th I think you have some frustration. I think you are projecting because I am a good friend to Dan. And as long as I exist, like neither yeah, of us well, will thrive yeah, not... while both of us survive. Like that is the issue. You try to bring him down. Also, also you can't make, you, can, you can't make rallying refs issue. anymore. It's, what? You can't make a rallying ref anymore. You know what? I'm allowed to see a statement that is apt and it doesn't have to be a Harry Potter quote. Is this going to is this going to be a, a friendship thunderdome? Are you two going to find <laughs> two friends enter one friend leaves? Dan, I'm going to be real. He doesn't he does not warrant on my thunderdome list. Oh, Clark, I am Clark, yeah, I'm admittedly maybe. not a warrior. Clark maybe. The only the only one of your friends I feel truly threatened by is Steven. So Okay, but to be real, like Steve's fucking rad. <laughs> I know. Like he's really like he is probably the coolest person you're friends with. And so and like well, I just it, I admire him a lot too. I think he's just really cool. I am friends with Pedro Pascal. Fuck off. In my heart, in my heart we're friends. I think we get along that, really well. Did I tell you that Scott and I decided that the only two people we would allow into our marriage are Pedro, uh, Pedro Pascal and Florence Pugh? Those are like the only two. Those are good picks. Know, those, are, right? those are good hall passes. Yeah. That's that's They're top. Not hall passes. That's top we would draft. marry them. We would oh. marry them. Like so they would a, be uh, part of our marriage. Yeah. So that's a not polycule. Like, Ooh. I like that. I don't because I hate you. <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> Man, guns are blazing on a on a Sunday here. Guys, yeah. I want to shift our ire to um Jesus. jubilation. Why are um, you? Why are you trying to navigate this podcast? That is, I know I'm clarking so like, hard. I feel, I feel like this, look at this. Look at this magic thing where I go and there's a cat. Cat. Blurry backgrounds are no good for me. I have so much distracted energy. Hi, monkey. Um, yeah. Sorry. What do you want to pivot? Sorry, what Clark. Are what do you? To? What do you want to pivot to? What are you pivoting to? Trump got indicted, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Scott was like, Trump's gonna be. Uh, it's just Trump's. Gonna Strumps. Strumps. Strump. That's what I'm going to call him now. Uh, Trump's going to be indicted. And like, he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And like, Scott is a person who has so much like hope in this world. And so he's constantly been like, there's no way he's going to get away this time. Like this, this is the time. Like, and every time, like he and my mom get so excited and they're like, so, and then nothing happens. So I feel bad because like, this was me this week. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I mean, I'd love it if it happened, but like, who knows? But yes, no, Trump got indicted. That was uh, that was thrilling. I'm excited to see all the actual charges. And from what I understand, uh, the state of New York has been working very closely with the state of Georgia. So we can expect a second indictment coming soon about the election tampering because they've been sharing information between those those two divisions. But I thought it would be a fun exercise to since it's sealed and we don't know yet. I'd love to hear what you guys think the crimes are. Mm. Um, what What is he being indicted of? Uh, like, 
I think Stormy Daniels gave a testimony on like the general appearance of Trump's dick, and it was like <laughs> a, a crime against humanity. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like at a certain point when you demand golden showers consistently, there's like a health code violation. And so I feel like there might be something in that as well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go with, um, you know, uh, devaluing, uh, breaking um, franchise agreements um, because his obsession with McDonald's has actually uh, devalued and invalidated all franchise agreement, all franchise holders with McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, because he's done so much damage to the brand. Yeah. I think like the apprenticeship of America, the, you know, the union is probably pretty angry because he's like, just he, it, similarly, like they, they feel like the term apprentice is now just looked down upon. And so they want to sue for libel. Well, I think it's, I think it's, I think you're right. I think it's Disney because Disney owns the term apprentice since they acquired Star Wars, you know, a Sith apprentice. They also... They also got the copyright on Apprentice, well, he, I so think he broke that. I'm pretty sure with the Magician's Apprentice in Fantasia, that probably is a little bit. Oh yeah, so they hold, they own a whole portfolio of apprentices. Yeah, or is it assistant? I don't know. Appren apprentice, apprentice. I would love to see uh, Disney's The Apprentice, and they just it's just a series of apprentices. We got our we got our Anakin Skywalker here. We got Mickey in his hat. We got. Uh, Arthur from the stone in the store, the, the sword, sword the in the stone. I'm having a mild stroke. I called him Strump, <laughs> so I can't get mad. Uh, we have Strump and, and Dark Horse, Dark Horse. We've got Bob Chapik since he apprenticed to Bob Iger. Oh. It's his comeback story, um, baby. Oh, geez. Um, in the in the Thunderdome of Apprentices, who would win? Also, side note. The scene where the little squirrel girl got abandoned and in the Sword in the Stone made me cry. I felt so bad for her. She loved it, that squirrel Arthur so much. I really think that that actually uh, birthed a lot of furries. That whole exchange. I think it was Pepe Le Pew. But uh, yeah, <laughs> what what apprentice do you uh, feel would win in that? Uh, I feel like the smart money would be on Anakin, um, but the dark horse is actually Arthur, since he's probably the only one coming in armed. Um, mm. and, uh, you uh, know, we all, yeah, we all know Excalibur yeah, like, can what, be lightsaber. We like, all know Excalibur age? can be lightsaber. Oh yeah. What, what age Anakin? Sorry. My, uh, you know, it's great. The shadows, uh, on your glasses, make it look like you have really intense eyebrows. It's really, it's nuts. Cause it's like this, it's like, nice. Like I'm, like I'm, oh yeah. I see it. I see yeah. it. Yeah, it's I, like a little I do anime. look like an angry, angry anime character. Well, yeah, I was thinking you looked like uh, you were part of the Fire Nation and Avatar. Nice. Yeah, except you're very, very white. Yeah, I'm. I'm I don't so think... the so the live action Avatar. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Live action Avatar. I got M Night Shyamalan Avatars filter Sha on. Shyamalama ding dong. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I think I'd go with Arthur. Um, but I honestly, Squirrel Arthur. I'd go with Squirrel Arthur. Squirrel Arthur to take it all. I yeah, like I think that. he just like, I, yeah, I think he could do some things. It's like the whole Ant Man could have gone up Thanos's butt. Like, I feel like Squirrel Arthur mm, could yeah. have probably done something. Because we have to assume that Squirrel Arthur can still wield Excalibur, so it's just a matter of Squirrel of setting the perfect trap. Squirrel Excalibur. <laughs> so, guys, are you next week going to have Steve on just to talk about oh, how God much better willing. he is than me? God willing, we get a Steve. I'll be real, guys. Steve, um, Steve's got a pretty awesome girlfriend now. And, God damn it! Uh, Finally, I know. 
I know. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Things are working out nicely there. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to start planning a wedding or anything that I will share with him, but I will plan his wedding right now. You plan, that's just what you do. (laughs) I'm thinking that we actually would host it at a, a wildfire lookout tower. Yeah. I was definitely thinking forested, like a hike, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, I think one great photos, like everyone in nice outfits, but like in hiking boots that are like, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I definitely think that'd be great. I think instead of traditional vows, I think a a classic yodel into the mountains would be really great. I think it'd be Um, impactful. An old Swedish yodel vow, you say. I think like, (laughs) I think maybe, uh, like some sort of wild animal on a, on a fire roasting pit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, the, Maybe Squirrel um, Arthur, the wedding boar. Since since Steve <laughs> doesn't drink, I think they would serve tea with mushroom uh, psilocybin tea. in it. Yep, yep. exactly. Mushroom tea. Yes, mushroom tea. Yes, um, and there would be uh, hammocks, and uh, we would all camp out under the stars mm. um, afterwards. Um, but but there would still be like a Game of Thrones style betting ceremony where we'd have to pick up the bride. No one would be into it. We'd all be very uncomfortable and we'd forget who suggested it, which was me, even though I regretted it immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, you know, as a person who is currently planning their wedding reception, like actively, I, uh, that's a much better idea than what I have. So <laughs> I was like, let's eat good food. <laughs> Well, to be fair, all the all the food served at Steve's reception will be MREs. We got to pack light, you know. It's got to be it's oh, got to yeah. be freeze dried food. Everything that, that like you put hot water food. into. Yeah. Also, can I just just real talk on my guest list for my wedding um, reception because I got married like two years ago. Uh, hilariously, the very last person is Austin. But you made I'm, the list, buddy. I'm just happy to be list. invited. I'm just happy to be invited. Between it's, that and that fair, one bar mitzvah, that's two invites in your life, man. <laughs> to I'm be fair, batting at least we, one. We will probably add more people to the list. It's just been like a stream of consciousness as they come up. And then I was like, oh yeah, I'm podcasting with Austin. And I was like, yeah, oh yeah, he should be on the list because we basically converted our Christmas card list to who we'd invite. And Austin does never not seem like a person who wants a Christmas card. So I've never sent him one. Thank um, you. You seem like a person that would like rip it up and be like, bah, humbug, and throw it into the fire. So. Well, I'm illiterate. <laughs> I've never been to prison. I, I don't know how to read. Oh, well, that's a, uh, sounds like a you problem. But yeah, so Austin is though on my, I, Austin is getting invited to my wedding reception, but he is dead last. The very bottom. <laughs> I did just like laugh about that though, because uh, of all the things. What's this cord doing? Oh, this is uh, my my that, headphones that are connected to my to my real microphone, which I'm not using because yeah. of the aforementioned technical. I thought it was like a feeding problems. tube, like so you can just be like fed constantly and go go. go oh, for I wish if I could have a feeding tube. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Get me some but like a liquefied ne- club sandwich. But you'd just, never just... have like a, a a to get. You'd never get to bite into a Crunchwrap Supreme again. This is true. I love those Crunchwrap Supremes. I was talking about them the other day. From you that really vegan like, place that, that Dan like, goes to? Like, yeah, you've, yeah, you've really, like, you've done very little for me for my life, but you've definitely, you you gave <laughs> and me Crunchwrap and, and, and it's been an active detriment for, like, a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, but I love him, 
And that's why I keep him around. But Oh my God, am I your Austin? You're not my Austin. Um, You might be your Clark. No, because Clark is my Clark. <laughs> That's right. Clark, Clark, is, is, Clark, Clark is a constant in the universe. There's one value for Clark. In every there, world there line, infinite, every timeline, Clark is Clark. There are infinite Clarks, um, which is also fucking terrifying. Um, but yeah, no. The I, Council I, of Clarks. It's just yes. a legion of these bald white faces all going, well, hello. Well, in, a, in an everywhere all at once scenario, it's Clark is always living the same life in every timeline. I know. It's great. And he's like really trying to make a bit happen consistently. <laughs> it's like there's one where he's wearing a hat, and that's the only difference. That's the wildest, Clark. <laughs> no, I'd say there's one where he has an apron on, and that's really mm-hmm. it. It's this one. I I don't want to go upstairs right now. They're doing a naked <laughs> apron thing. It's it's off putting. With the cello. But the cello is involved. Yes. <laughs> yep. She's just got the cello. He's just wearing an apron. It's a it's a couple's bur- uh, boudoir shoot, and. Uh, that, no, that, that, but no photographer, so it's no, 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 no. <laughs> they Austin misread that. Supposed the, to be the photographer. The champion yeah, they misread the, the gift card. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, mm. Mm. <laughs> I've no, all my choices that have led me here, and I think I say that once a podcast when I record yeah. with you guys. I think we are the darkest timeline. Um, no, so Dan, if I was to like connect you to someone in your life, maybe like Ashley. <gasps> you did. Oh, it's somehow worse. My heart is breaking. <laughs> I'm joking. You're my Steve. Aww. Oh, if I if I should ever be that hairy, mm. he's like a yeah. he's like a walking carpet. Your nipples will never have that circumference, Dan. <laughs> I had a whole. Hey. A whole hope for Steve, but I don't want to talk about it while recording. Just not about, I don't care if he hears it, but like the other person involved. I'd had this like hope about someone he'd end up with. And then I was like, I like this for me, but ultimately I don't think this is right for Steve. This has been my problem. Yes. Prior to him finding this amazing girlfriend, Courtney and I were routinely running through the list and we're like, yeah, none of our single same. friends are good enough. None mm-hmm. of our Who single friends are good Who hasn't done some Steve enough. shipping? Yeah, and that, that's life. really the issue. And like, I at one point just like humored this idea about a particular person in my life that I just don't know if they'd ever listen to this. And so I don't want to offend them. So, but I then was like, I couldn't do that to him. And now, you know, now Dan knows. Now I know. Now I know. <laughs> um but yeah but i just like for me that would have been great like that would have been mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. best thing that happened in my life besides my own relationship so. yeah I, I like doing the the friend constellation game where it's like how can we make uh, our friends become friends with other people other friends of ours or right. have relationships yeah, yeah, yeah. With other you do what i do you want to get all your friends in a big friend pile where they're all safe and nothing bad can happen yeah, I remember at one point you were like, I wonder who's going to hook up at my wedding. It was me. It was you. And I it apologize profoundly. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm over yeah. it now. Um, Good. A little bit. No, but I, uh, it's, I remember looking at your wedding and you and Courtney were on the like dock together and me and Maya Millslow and your sister Whitney were all just watching you guys from the like reception room. We're like, someday it'll happen for us, right? <laughs> Like someday. <laughs> uh, no, it won't. All of Dan's friends are fundamentally unlovable. 
Well, I mean, we don't have to date Dan's friends, which is a, a, a reason why you're probably still single, Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bull ran out real fast. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I think uh, I think we did well for ourselves 10 years later. Woo! Only took a decade. And yeah. just like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, now shit's starting to go off the rails. Yeah. It's uh, I, I watched a really nerdy game show last night and I was really... Um, I, I found myself, they were talking about something, a Rick and Morty reference, and they're like, the Council of Ricks, and like, what is, what Marvel situation, uh, like, what Marvel scene is it coming from? And I was like, well, it's the Council of Reeds, but also the Council of Kanks. And they're like, oh, it's the Council of Reed Richards, uh, or the Council of Mr. Fantastic. So I'm like, no, that is not what it is called. Because they're I, not all Mr. Fantastic in each universe. Exactly. and th- But then they never mentioned the Council of Kangs. And I was like a little bummed about that. Um, that also, do you, think in, in, do you think in some universes that uh, Mr. Fantastic is shaggy? It was famously bombastic, Mr. Fantastic. The rest of that song. Oh, I was thinking shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Me and too. I was like, zoink, say Ben. We got we to gotta figure out how to make yeah, the universe pull right. itself back together. That was a deep cut, Austin. Thank you. Well, yeah. I, and and to be fair to your point, Dan, I've never seen the cartoon character Shaggy uh, and early 2000s rapper Shaggy in the same place at the same time. Well, I would like to pivot and say no, but uh, let's go back to putting the Fantastic Four characters um, and the Scooby-Doo characters together. So I think we'd have uh, actually Velma is the best candidate to be Reed. Um, mm-hmm. And then Daphne as the Invisible Woman, because yes, they're together in this version. Deal with it, haters. Um, and then we have uh, Fred as the Human Torch, and actually Scooby as as uh, as Ben Grimm. I wonder. Um, yeah. And Shaggy yeah. is the Silver Surfer. Exactly. <laughs> you read my goddamn mind, and this is why I love you. Wow, that like crazy eyebrow shadow thing is very intense. Now it's like Loki horns. Yeah, it's like a kabuki mask. <laughs> there you go. Well, I guess that that was fun a fun pivot for Dan to say something, but I don't really think there's like an ad that we can have for no, it. No, you just got to you just got to humor him. Good he'll he'll job, peter himself Dan. out. You did good. You are a good boy and you do good. <laughs> it's like the two people who know how to roast me the best are in the same place. I the thing I'm worried about Real talk. The thing I'm worried about is Dan is not day to day spending time with people enough people that, that tear him down don't, yeah. that don't know how like not to laugh. Right. So Dan is surrounding himself with people that laugh at what he says. Which don't get me wrong, you are very funny. Dan, Dan is funny, but, but rule number like, one: never give this, Dan what he wants. This is like feeding a gremlin uh, yeah, after midnight. Exactly. Like, this is, we we can't create this like we because we can't control it once it gets out. Right. So I'm just concerned about your life choices, Dan, because you're you you're flying too close to the sun right now. I got I got Icarus news for you guys. Uh, a someone who who works on a book um, at Vault Comics, my employer, um, listened to this show and uh, actually messaged me and said that I was so funny that I should be doing uh, script doctor work for any comedy series at vault. So I fear that the horse has left the stable. Oh, fuck. God I damn it. The genie's I turned my back for one fucking minute and he can escapes containment. Can you tell me who this is so I can write them a strongly worded tweet? I will not because- uh, Can you tell me I so I can write I a mildly worded death threat? Mm. I can't talk about talent on this show. Um, well, you know, that, I c- that explains why you have Austin here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey! 
can't, can't even talk about like the fun. one the one person I work with who makes me so unbelievably mad that I just I cannot wait to never have to deal with them again. I'm okay. right I, here. Oh, you oh. And you said that my pitch for <laughs> Fart Man and Fart Fart the comic was pretty good. Well, I did say that it was uh, it was technically a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the highest praise I've ever received. Good for you, buddy. Good for his you. His power is farts, but the trick is, the twist is it's not just his farts. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he connects to the fart force, the the spiritual fart at the center of the galaxy. So what is he, like a fart bender? Does he pull the farts out of other people? What's yeah 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 and you can create farts where it is none it's like a it's like a it's like a the flash level power creep where it turns out like the more the more you flesh out his power the more you can just do anything i don't what is a fart if not the movement of particles across space (laughs) good night everybody A Secret Weapon Production.